This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we often talk with people about those hard business skills, you know, marketing, websites, social media, direct mail, branding, all of those various things. But really, we can't do any of that well whether it's in our personal life or our professional life, if internally we're struggling and not quite in tune with ourselves, and more importantly, when we're in tune with ourselves, everything else works right and works better. And that's why I am so excited to talk to my guest today. So please join me in welcoming Ilona Selke to our program today. Welcome. Hi, Deb. Yes, welcome. I'm so happy to be on the show with you and sharing techniques that work that are not taught in the business schools. Right, right. But they are so important. And so let me tell people just a little bit about you. So Iona Selke is an international best-selling author, seminar leader, lecturer, and musician, as well as CEO and co-founder of Living From Vision. In over 30 years, Iolna has inspired thousands of people worldwide to discover the power of their consciousness and create a successful life. She has written four books, produced 25 music and meditation CDs, and co-authored two books, one with Brian Tracy and one with Jack Canfield. Her new book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening, offers real-life stories of transformation, as well as practical tips anyone can use to shape-shift their lives from the inside out. She has a weekly TV program called Quantum Living, has appeared on numerous television and radio shows, and has been interviewed and quoted in a variety of books and films. She is a well-loved speaker for Hay House Summit in America and Germany, as well as for a number of other prominent mind-body-spirit conferences. She is fluent in English, German, French, and Indonesian. With her husband, Don Paris, who has a PhD, Ilona has supported new research into quantum physics through a tool called SE5-1000. The couple also built the Shambhalaya Oceanside Retreat Center in 2007. Ilona has spent more than 1,000 hours in the water with dolphins and written two books about the wisdom she has gained from her time with them. She and her husband divide their time between their home in Bali, their retreat center on the northern shore of Bali, and their geodesic dome house on an island in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. So again, Ilona, welcome to our program today. Oh my God, you th- that's so awesome. You know what? I remember sitting in school when I was like 17 or so, and we had to write our bio mm-hmm. and learn, you know, how do we present ourselves to businesses and who mm-hmm. are we? And I was like, well, I was born in the Himalayas to German parents, grew up in Germany, and then, you know, I graduated and then... And then there's nothing to tell at first. And then, you know, maybe there is, I worked as a flight attendant, which I did Mm -hmm. for two years to study then philosophy, which I did. And then, you know, and then I studied to become a massage therapist, which I did also in order to become a psychotherapist, which I then also did. And so one thing leads to another. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to say is like a, a resume in the beginning, it sounds like, oh God, it's just one of these dry things. What do you do in life? And I always dreaded writing these, you know, Mm -hmm. from 19 then to 19 then I did this and that, which puts me into the last century, right? I'm from the last century. And, you know, so now after 57 years of life, I can say with absolute certainty that what my mother taught me when I was that young was true. She said, follow your heart, the money will follow. Mm -hmm. Now, it landed on good soil because I'm, you know, 
I have desire to do something. I had a feeling of, I want to teach the world when I was 16. I don't know where that came from. You know, I have my theories, but mm-hmm. let's just say I had the feeling that I had something to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all, a lot of us have that feeling, but then you have to get the guts to go out and tell your story, either write it down or start teaching. I started teaching classes for free um, and wrote articles in newspapers and said, come, come, listen to me. You know? Right. <laughs> but my mom said, follow your heart the money will follow. It's not mm-hmm. like, okay, figure out how much you can make the most with which job and then do that. Or she didn't say, do something reasonable. You know, I studied philosophy of all things, mm-hmm. but it got me going and got me thinking about, and this is where it, my life took me. It's like, what really is this universe made of? And mm-hmm. I got into quantum physics and quantum psychology, which then investigated the small parts, which Ultimately, if you even look at quantum physics, it teaches us and says the observer creates the outcome or is hugely, I mean, it depends on the observer, whatever the observer expects in an experiment makes the outcome go one way or the other, mm-hmm. has that effect. It, in other words, it takes the observer to create an outcome. So if we, and that was proven in the APR experiment, uh, Einstein had proposed it, they all poo-pooed him, but then in 1982 or 84 in Maryland, they actually proved it, that Mm -hmm. our thoughts create results. Now, if you take that from the microscopic world into the real macroscopic world, I, when I teach seminars, I often say, how many of you have already manifested and know how to or do regularly manifest a parking spot for yourself? And right. then half the hands go up, you know? Right. And, and we think, oh, we had good parking karma today. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, somehow we do it instinctively. Mm-hmm. And even in the Christian church, people have the saint for lost articles. You know, I think it's... Right, um, St. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Anthony, exactly. They go like, St. Anthony, help me. And then, oh, yeah, there it is. And St. Anthony has found things for me. I will be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. There you go. And you know what I do? I... My saint is my husband. I call Don, where is? And there it is. Right. I mean, it's, it never fails. I just say, Don, where is? And I don't even have to say what it is. I just think of it and there it shows up in front of my nose. Now, this is what I wrote about in my book, in my latest book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening. Because we are taught that we're in business to make money. And we've found out that our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions create the end result. Now, let's just say we go into business and think, well, I hope I can make $1,000 this month, year, day, whatever. Um, That is like imagining I'm a donkey with a carrot in front of me that goes always with me on that stick, you know, always just. But if we go like, oh, thank you, universe, I am living in the knowing and the feeling of having received XYZ, whatever it is. And, you know, we're going to, you can, yeah, feel free to ask me story questions out of the mm-hmm. book and all that. Um, you can be specific as to what you want and the universe will listen. So right. let's just talk about that. Well, whatever. And we do have to be specific um, because, yeah. you know, if we say, I would like to make more money, well, that can be a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could be five thousand dollars or whatever, and yeah. and we know when we're you know when we're doing our business plans or our marketing plans that we have to put goals. We have to say, I want ten new customers. I want you know twenty five new Facebook friends. Whatever it is, and and whole so, all right. right. So and we can't right. know if we made those goals unless we have the specifics. So that's yes. why we have to get so specific about it. Otherwise, yeah. it really is it's just this cloud. It's this nebulous, well, maybe I made it, maybe I didn't. And then, of yeah. course, what happens is we go, well, I didn't make it. Exactly. And, and then we're like, oh, well, that didn't work. Cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. And we never know when to feel successful or when mm-hmm. to feel like, ah, oh, I completed. You know, mm-hmm. that is so important in a business, and which is why I suggest I teach you know, the Living From Vision a company we have teaches worldwide, even into China, right. people how to set goals, but not just how to set goals the old-fashioned way, but how to use the the quantum power of the mind to link into that field that if we produce not only a written goal, but also a felt fulfillment that we pre 
create mm -hmm. of the goal we wish to experience. Let's say I want to have a goal of $5,000 this week. The feeling in me is X, Y, Z. Yeah. It's like, right. mm -hmm. Okay, I can breathe because I'm building my house or I'm doing this. You know, I need to buy the sink and, you know, that's good. I have the sink in my house, maybe even the results of what my money will buy me. Sometimes it's easier for people to envision an outcome. Let's say the uh, one woman, actually one of our teachers in Canada just called me yesterday and she said, you know, I had put on my list to pay off all my debt. I did it. And she took just a few months. Um, I, that a lot of people after they talk to me, make one of their goals. And this is, I urge everybody as best as they can focus on buying only with the money that you have mm -hmm. and pay off whatever you still owe, make a plan. But then when you have that feeling ah, of freedom, of, of, of release, you feel that feeling and insist on hanging out in that feeling for at least, I like to say five minutes, but even if you just do one minute, it's mm -hmm. great. The universe listens not only to words and images like we were told in the old days with positive thinking and affirmations, and then came the secret, you know, visualization, and then actually one of the key ingredients, and we sometimes do them unconsciously altogether, describe, visualize, and feel the end result as if already fulfilled. Those are three key ingredients that we as business people need to do to pre-create magic, not just, okay, I got it, tick, 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 I did all those, my to-do lists. It's that's when you feel the end result fulfilled in the now. And you practice that ability. You can start small and increase your, your success factor, your trust factor. But when you create the future fulfilled in the feeling body now, that's when you create magic beyond what should be possible. And right. that's what I'm here to talk with you about. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because you know many people are skeptical about this, and but we we still all have examples in our lives, personal mm -hmm. or professional, mm -hmm. where where it has happened. Yes, and and we go, oh, that's coincidence, or oh, that was luck, you know, or fate, or whatever it is. When we don't stop to think, maybe it was because we have those intentions. And, and sometimes when we're thinking about it, then, then you do take those steps. I mean, you know, let's, let's go back to money. You know, you want to be successful. You want to have 10 new clients this week. Well, then part of that is taking the steps to do, do to get those 10 new clients. You know, it's not right. just wishing and hoping and thinking, oh, I'm going to have 10 new You have to actually right. do something. I mean, you know, yeah. And, and so it's that combination of it but when you see it in your mind as that fait accompli, yeah. it makes taking those steps easier. Well, it's not, you know, honestly, my book, so one of two, three things that I'm thinking of as what you just said. For okay. one, we're taught in the Western world that magic doesn't exist. The universe mm -hmm. is made out of dead matter. And that's our current belief system, uh, not worldwide, in the West. And I mean, the Western mindset is spreading, but in Asia, they still think quite differently. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, so here we are in a Western mindset, because that's where most of us are listening from the Western mindset. So we weren't brought up uh, like my Chinese doctor friend. He was brought up by his uh, grandfather who could still float in the air. He mm -hmm. saw his grandfather float in the air. He saw his grandfather being able to stab himself with a sword and not bleed. Those kinds of, or that was the people who grew up around the, in China, they called it the spiritual boxer revolution. Mm -hmm. And when you see other people do whatever it is, then you go like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. Right. Which is the reason why I write my books. I write them 100% as happened. I don't embellish. I, I actually, when I read other people's books and I go, I write the art, I call the art, I meet them sometimes and I say, dude, uh, you made stuff up. And that's not fair to the reader. Well, I'm Irish. You know, I embellish. Right. And I'm like going, well, if I am reading and I want to trust and I want to give my belief and say this magic happened to her, it can happen to me. That's when we can move mountains. Mm -hmm. And that's why I write what I write 
with the demand and on myself to speak only what is true, what happened, and that's what I write. So in the book, I write tons of miracle stories down that happened to myself and others that work with me with Living from Vision. And I'd like to share just one story, which I'm sure will uh, remind all of us who are in the business world about what we might need to change. Okay. Okay. So one story is this Chinese woman comes from China to take the teacher training course in Bali at our retreat center, which we run there. And her and her husband and some other friends are coming to become trainers. So along, so they have the Chinese group, they have the English group. So this year we have English and German people coming. They're doing their own thing. And then for lunch, I catch her and I see that it's one of, I don't know, second day in or so I say, Mm, you look so listless. What's up? In more, a little bit more polite terms. And she said, well, I was just at the seminar and they just taught me that I am nothing. Well, <clears throat> well I mean, Buddhism, for example, likes to think of people or being or, you know, like we are not a thing. We're nothing. We're returned to nothing and we came from nothing. So why bother? Might as well just quit because it's all suffering anyways. And I say, really? So I talk and talk to her about, well, let's just pretend you could really do anything you wanted to. And, you know, this took a couple of days. And one day, I'm not sure if it wasn't the same conversation, but it was a day or two later. I said, if you could dream up the world you wanted to, and let's just pretend you could for a moment. Whether you believe it or not, you know, I know she just took this other course where she really believed she was nothing. Now she's here learning how to create and manifest and coming up with deep, true wishes of her soul, right? You know, kind of contradictory. She said, well, okay, if I could manifest anything I wanted, this is how I want to live when I'm a grown up. You know, she's 29, I think at the time. And she said, I would like to have a retreat center like me, like us by a forest and the mountains and the valleys. And she was currently living in Beijing in an apartment, you know, oh. smogged in. Anyhow, she was a university graduate and all that. So her dream was rather large, it was actually humongous. Right. But it, you know, I just for five minutes asked her to dream what she really wanted, if she really could do whatever. And please don't think about any limits. I don't care. We just want to hear what your heart right. really wants. You don't stop to, you know, you don't stop and think, well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough right. information, knowledge, whatever. Just what, what would you envision? What really tickles your soul? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where my mom said, follow your heart, the money will follow. Right. So now she tells me, yes, and she describes it. You know, it's on the hillside and she looks down the mountains and there's, there are the trees and there's nature and fresh air and it's, um, it's down from Beijing. It's not up where it's there anyhow. So I'm sitting there going, great, awesome. Fast forward the movie. She finishes the teacher training. She teaches people. Her students have fabulous results. I mean, even in China, they are now learning how to do, do these things. So uh, about, what was it? This was in October and February. I meet her again after a conference that she partake, her and her husband uh, partook in India. We were giving a presentation on quantum medicine and then she and her partner came and we visited and traveled to Rishikesh. Now we're walking around in Rishikesh. This is where the hippies went and uh, met Maharishi, Mahesh Yogi. And we're going through the streets and see all these beggars sitting on the street. And right there she tells me, oh, you know, I didn't tell you. Um, she was contacted by the, I believe, the government officials and picked as the lead princes, I want to say, mm -hmm. to run this mountain retreat that in, lives on this mountaintop and was in the olden days only permitted for princesses to wow. go up there. Mm -hmm. And they've picked her and her husband to run it as an institute because they want to promote this kind of what they were, they were working in, um, health uh, studies and research, mm -hmm. that they were given this entire retreat center she didn't have to build it buy it come up with the money for an impossible location no she was given the location she still has it they still have their institute there where only princesses were or descendants of the royalty were allowed to go up mm -hmm. in the past now i mean clients have to still register and they have to go to the institute not you know they can't just come up there but that 
was out of a conversation by the ocean at Trumbala Retreat Center where she said, well, if I could dream big, I would dream this. Now, that is the power of our making space for our heart's desire. Right. Well, and so many times, unfortunately, what we do is we get caught up in that negative thinking. The I can't do or people won't let me do, you know, right? We're going to blame the world for it, right? You know, right. and, you know, and, and negative things happen. I mean, you know, I, I read your book. I loved your book. It, it's, it's negative things happen. Bad things. No, happen. wait, 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 wait. You can't put the two in one sentence. Right. That's what true. You just, mm-hmm. No, what you just did is what we typically do. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to take yes. this mm-hmm. as an example, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, re- I read your book. And negative things happen. So I'm going to ask, if you were my client, I'm going to say, let's step back and look at that sentence and the conjunction of information. And I know you do it so that we all as listeners become aware of it. So we're, we're going to take this as an example. Okay. How can we catch ourselves more often to not say, yes, but... You know, which is, mm-hmm. from, that's what you're saying, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I read this book. It's nice. But, but, mm-hmm. but me, you know, where are my miracles? We know they're like, I don't know. They're never mm-hmm. happening. And, but when we do speak to each other, and I have this great saying I post regularly or say to people all the time in seminars is say, say what you mean and mean what you say mm-hmm. and leave the rest out. Right. You know, become, don't have the disclaimers. Right. Quit. I mean, become aware first. How you do? How do we talk ourselves into more success or out? And just observe it. Mm-hmm. And no judgment. Just notice what you do. How often do you say yes, but or right. uh, no, or you know that's their fault? Like you were just saying, blaming mm-hmm. the outside world. Cool. Right. So I hope that was that's helpful yes. to take a step it, back. It is, mm-hmm. and I think, and actually, one of the things that that I got from your book is. Maybe it's not a negative thing that happened. It, that's our perception of it. And so, as, as you were saying, we need to change how we're perceiving it. Um, you know, I've, I've interviewed guests before who have said, you know, what, do you th- what failures did you have? And I tell people, it's only a failure if you didn't learn from it. And, you know, and same yeah. with you know, people who define success. Well, success is defined by each individual person. And so, and, Differently. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe that's what I'm trying to muddle my way through is it, it happens to us as an individual. And then what we do with that really is, is what's important. Do we see it as that negative, that horrible, that yes, but type of thing? Or do we see it as okay, what can I learn from this? And then how can I go forward? Yeah, actually, I, we call that technique stop, look, choose. Mm-hmm. In the Living from Vision course, we call it refocusing. Mm-hmm. And taking, and I call it personally making lemonade out of lemons. Right, you or know, margaritas. Like, you know, I, I can do a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't drink any alcohol, and I love it that way, and I try to convince everybody. So, right. Okay, I'll do lemonade. Back to lemonade. <laughs> Back to lemonade. <laughs> So, you know, it's we get lemons. Hey, that could be sour in the first moment, but life is about us growing and evolving. Right. Let's face it, if we didn't have challenges, it would be flatlining, like yadi da da. And, you know, always, always, always having sunshine is no fun either. So, the lemons that come are like, you know, they get life juicy. We go like, oh my God, okay, how can I turn this around? And I've written some really miraculous stories that were real life stories to show the reader how, although maybe things at first look they're not working out, you take it and you stop, you look at what isn't working and you refocus and imagine and feel what it is you really wanted. <laughs> Would you mind me telling that airplane story that I wrote with Jack Canfield? In oh, sure, that, that's wonderful. I love that story. Yeah, okay. So here we're sitting on our way to fly from Seattle to Miami to catch a car to go down to Florida to take people to swim with dolphins. As you already heard, I've written two books on it and spent over a thousand hours underwater with wild dolphins. So we're flying and we have to change planes in Washington, Dulles. We're flying over Dulles and it's a thunderstorm and we're in a holding pattern. And I have a pediatrician next to me. He says, oh God, I know what's coming. 
we're going to be derailed. We're going to land in Baltimore. They do that as every summer. Then once you land in Baltimore, you have to get on a bus. They ship you to D.C., but you have to recheck in and catch your flight that you're probably not going to catch. But forget being there on time tomorrow. Just prepare that you're going to be late. Right. One day. of those people that you hate sitting next to. I know. And he has a white coat on, so to speak. It's a doctor mm-hmm. for all sake. It's a, it was a pediatrician, as a matter of fact. He tells me he's done it so many times. And this happens every summer to him. Now, he's expecting it. He's going to. I mean, I shouldn't have sat next to him. Why am I sitting next to him? Well, I'm like reading this book, Time Shift. And um, it, in it, it says, you know, life is not what you think it is. It's actually more like a dream. And just like if you are awake enough in a dream, conscious enough, you can change the content of your dream. We call it lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. You can stop things and change things. And that's what you can do in real life. And she really was far out. And I said, well, okay, let me re-envision myself. We still land in Washington, D.C. Now, in this, I was sitting in this airplane where they have those little Uh, video players in front of me. It was a 777, I mean 777. And it has the airplane routing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where I'm going. I'm going to Baltimore, right? In red lines on in front of my nose. The doctor to my right says we are going to land in Baltimore. And you know, sure enough, no, 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 wait a second. And they announced and they had just announced we're going to Baltimore. That's a missed that piece. So they just announced we're going to land in Baltimore. We're not getting permission to land in DC. All right, so I'm sitting here going, dear God, this is really a mess. If we're not getting there on time, my seminar will not start on time. The people are flying in from Europe and all over the world. I cannot afford this luxury of coming late. Mm -hmm. Dear God, please make this happen. Okay, well, I did more than just pleading with God. What I did is what I suggest all of us learn how to do. I used this technique called Stop, Look, Choose with a little bit more finesse, but let's just say I stopped my movie. Pretending it's a movie, I step out of it and I say, what is going on? Okay, acknowledged. We're sitting in an airplane that's flying to Baltimore. Stop that movie, get out. Okay, here I am. I'm consciousness. I can bend time space if need be. If there is a real need, if there is a real true desire, I ask myself, what do I really want? I want to be with the people starting the seminar on time. End result. Focus on the end result. I don't necessarily have to land anywhere in order to get there. It's just whatever way is right. I need to be there. Please let's all remember that. It's the end result we want. Mm -hmm. It's the same whether you want to marry the perfect husband, you don't put a face to it, which is what I write in my book about as well, getting the right husband, getting your soulmate. Um, So we're... I'm visualizing, I'm feeling that I'm landing and flying and starting the class on time and I'm happy and the skies are blue and the dolphins are there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, ta-da, we're landing. And in my imagination, I had as my final thing, I had shaken my hands with my husband. So I turned to my husband, we just touched down, I said, congratulations, we landed in Washington, D.C. However, uh, the purser comes on the air announcement board and says, welcome in Baltimore. I look at Don. I open my eyes and go, man, my visualization did not work. Miracles. Which, you know, a lot of people go like, well, you know, this is a big airplane and you're not going to just switch the world around. Everybody or- else was thinking something different. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they were happy to be landing in Baltimore. I close my eyes. And I said, dear universe, uh, if at all possible, and I'm, Just in case, you know, if you guys think I need to be in Baltimore for some reason, let it be. But if not, really, I need to be in D.C. to catch my flight on time. Well, this time I kind of did say I want to be catching my flight on time to continue to Miami to drive down to Key West. So then I felt this feeling until all of me pretended to have that yes. I mean, I really, I pretended my way into this feeling of yes, and it is so. And it is not something you just say. It's something you have to feel with every fiber of your DNA. And when every fiber of your DNA can say, yes, it is so, all things change in time and space. I have to agree. I can do these kinds of things sometimes when I'm in the place where I really need something. And I've heard from people do these miraculous things, whether it's healing or creating money when they really need it. And when they really want that particular outcome. So 
I really did. And I said, ah, dear God, for the highest good, unless it is needed otherwise, please thus let it be this. The purser comes on in the announcement and says, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, we have been informed that we actually landed in Dulles, Washington. And I'm like, going, where are you stunned? Now I shake his hand. I had negotiated with God, and I don't want to go into all the details. I had realized that I had made a mistake because I congratulated myself before the actual announcement that we were in D.C., right? So when the first time I did it, I congratulated myself, assuming that that's what it was, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. Now I had waited till I got there. Then I shook the hands. Now my thing. And my doctor next to me was befuddled. He's like, what? Because the little video in front of us had shown the red line going to Baltimore. Right. The announcement had said, we are in Baltimore. And here, all of a sudden, they announced we landed in D.C. Like, what happened? Poof. <laughs> Poof. And that's the magic I'm talking about. That's where it's not just we write down our goals. Yes, we do. But you speak from what is really important. And you take daily time to pre-experience whatever really is meaningful and important to you. Now, that could be sitting by the beach for you. That could be having a million dollars. That could be being happy or healthy. Whatever, mm-hmm. everybody will have different goals. Mm-hmm. But you do need to do this on a daily basis. Right. And I have a free meditation app that anybody can I get. downloaded it. I, yeah, I'll be honest. I downloaded it, and that's as far as I got. But that was, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. Baby yes, step, but baby you did it. Step right. one is done. Baby mm-hmm. step number one. Now, what you can do is just click on the part that says, start your day with focus or start your day right, and then mm-hmm. end your day on a good note. Right. And, and then it's just, you know, it makes you fly. It makes you feel so good. It's only 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not enormous amounts of times. That's what most successful people do. They pre-envision their day, their year. They have a five-year plan, and mm-hmm. the big people have bigger plans, 10 years and more. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, when I found out about this, I thought, oh, I see. Okay, so let me at least start with my day. And pre and I still do this after thirty five years. I still mm-hmm. do it. Almost, I do it five out of seventy days. In the, right. In a week. Yeah. And, and I think what's so important about that is, you know, along what we were saying before, you start your day positively, yes. and you end your day positively with your gratitudes. Oh, yes. And exactly. you know, and we do get caught up in the whiny, whiny, whimper, whimper. You know, this was bad. Too and, much. And then, of course, yep. if you're doing that at night, oh God, then you're having rest you're you're restless as you're sleeping you're not having good dreams and then you wake up going whiny whiny whimper whimper Um, and and we you know the thing like you said earlier we need to acknowledge our successes Mm -hmm. as we go you you were talking about it and we need to be aware of what is working well because obviously we spin a different field than if we imagine, oh God, I didn't get this done and I didn't get this done. And we need to write them down and tick them off mm-hmm. at the end of the day, which is what we do in the Living from Vision course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, now let's, and this was in your book also, and let's, let's go back to this from a business perspective and that's, yes. we need money. Hello. Yeah. We have to have yeah. money. And what I loved, <coughs> excuse me, about, your book is, and, and you've said this several times, money is not a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, there are people who take a vow of poverty you know, or don't need a lot of money, but there are other people who, you know, it, we have mortgages, we have you know, all these various things. We have bills that we have to pay. And so- Well, and we have dreams we want right, to fulfill. Right, and, you know? and part of that, you know, it, it takes money. <laughs> right. And, and so in your book, you talk about manifesting money out of air. And I love that concept. And again, you know, we all think oh, you know, those, those, those of us who are skeptical, who, you know, tend to be more pragmatic, you know, whatever it is, but we still see those things that happen. And we go, oh, well, again, it was coincidence. It was fate. It was all those various things. But it's, it's, it's not. So talk to us about manifesting money out of air. And, and tell the example that you've got in your book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My husband, uh, when we met, he was so impressed with the fact that, well, my mother was about, you know, in her last year of life, and Mm -hmm. we knew that. And I wanted to be closer to her. I had studied philosophy in America, and now I was going to go back and be with her for a year. And I just packed up, 
move to Germany. And he said, what? If she can move that, I can move. And, but he wanted to move. And he was working as a chimney sweep, mind you. He was a classical musician and a, and a ballet dancer, but he made his money being a chimney sweep, right? Mm -hmm. So he, at the time, was like, look, I want to move house. I, you know, we want to move to Colorado because they have more chimneys over there. Right. <laughs> wood, lots of wood-burning stoves lots at fireplaces. <laughs> yes. So he's like, I need $6,300 to do so. But he just read this book, um, the master keys and in it it described exactly what to do you know it's like basically in a nutshell you have to be clear on what you want and well let me put it in my terms you describe it you imagine yourself in the situation as if it's fulfilled and you feel it as if it's fulfilled mm -hmm. we take another step in the living from vision course and create a metaphor that ties it all together and then energize that every day so mm -hmm. anyways he did that he's like okay okay let me do that and um I don't. I can't remember exactly how many days, but it, it's a short amount of time. He gets a check in the mail for six thousand three hundred dollars from Which was the, the government. Exact amount he had determined he needed. Exactly. So he goes, "What? Out of thin air?" Mm -hmm. So he makes the move. He ships everything around. He sets up shop. He gets his business going. He makes oodles of money because they really do have more wood burning stoves over there. Or at least they did at the time. And this was in the early eighties and mid eighties. And, uh, the government knocks on his door and says, excuse me, we made a mistake. We that, shouldn't have given you that refund. That, that check. No, no, that was meant to go to somebody else. Can you please pay that back? So he goes, oh yeah, sure, no problem, because he now has this thriving business. He's, pay, you know, he writes the check, sends it back to them because he's meanwhile made that money and mm -hmm. can pay that back. But he needed it right then and there because he really wanted to move. And you know, in the season, this was I was in the summertime. He wanted to start the fall time mm -hmm. over there. He got the move done with money out of thin air. And I, even when we started out in our humble beginnings, he was a chimney sweep. I was a massage therapist. Uh, I was, you know, 23, 24 at the time. And uh, we took one day, and I think everybody should do this regularly. We took a hike <laughs> and we laid on a grassy knoll. Mm -hmm. And I remember it staring at the blue sky above us. And we're going, okay, Let's just imagine if each of us had $11 million, for whatever reason we picked 11 each, mm -hmm. what would you do with that money? What would you do? My God, we always say we want more money, but if you ask more people what they want to do, they say, I want to go on vacation. Yes, and then? And most people actually don't really have a vision of what life right. would be like. They might have a couple more, you buy a new car, bigger house, but really it's, it's limited. Yeah, oftentimes people's vision of what they want to do is rather exactly small. So with $11 million, we had to bust our imagination. We had to go like, okay, well, one of the things, and I said this was the miraculous part, besides having the millions of dollars ourselves, and what we would do is we would teach and go around the world and do da-da-da-da-da, uh, we wanted this other person to be successful, a doctor who was teaching this breakthrough technology uh, at the time, kinesiology, and we wanted him to be uh, well, you know, well known and teaching all over, and this technology running around, you know, spreading around mm -hmm. the planet. Well, what we found out before we even had any extra money, the things that we envisioned that would happen around us started happening. Mm -hmm. The guy got all these invitations and came out in rather big form. We saw that it didn't take money. It took us to have the vision and the desire to mm -hmm. see a particular reality. Now, for ourselves, uh, we started hanging out then with people of like mind, people who had millions of dollars, people right. who, who were living the life we were dreaming of having. Mm -hmm. you know, when you go out to dinner with those types of people, how do you feel? How do you, you know, because if you behave like, you know, a person of a small composure, you act differently, you, you talk differently, you right. think differently. And so you have to get used to that other jacket size, so to speak, you mm -hmm. know, to the... Well, so, and, and many people will say that, and, and I've seen this, you are the sum of the five uh -huh. people you spend the most time with. So if you spend your time with people who are 
you know, not right. successful in business, that are the negative Nellies of the world, you know, all those, then that's what happens to you. You get sucked into that bad energy is maybe, you know, an oversimplification. Okay, yeah, we can't. Right. If if we're with, as you yeah, said, just having dinner, you know, all yeah. those various things, the positives, you know, the, the people that you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's who I want to be when I grow up, you know, type right. of thing. Exactly. Then, exactly. then we put our, our minds into that mindset of accepting those things. And this may be, and mind you, I'm saying millionaires here, but this could be, and for us, it was scientists, it was- Right, uh, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, thinkers and writers and authors mm-hmm. and, you know- Yes, and, and spiritual, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, enlightened people, yogis, I, you know, I had, I had needs in varieties of areas where I wanted to expand my horizon. So I made sure I connected with people who represented that and then eventually I became that person to other people mm-hmm. you know they were like wow I'm, I'm sitting here with you wow I feel so blessed because I can have lunch and dinner with you I can sit in your home I can learn from you and you know but at first I mean and we always have someone who is beyond us and mm-hmm. someone who learns from us so we are we all are art in progress right. growing so, so in terms of manifesting out of thin air and uh, the airplane story, what I really would like to drive home here is we live in an interactive universe. Mm-hmm. Science has not taught that in practical everyday world terms, but the big scientists are all go- scratching their heads going, there are people who are saying we may be living in a matrix, in a simulation. Big uh, names, big brand name people are considering that something so odd like what we're experiencing cannot be happening if it were a solid state reality. So in the small world, you know, my grandfather actually, he told me that a story, which I always remembered. Um, my grandmother had gotten sick with uh, 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 Gürtelhose, what is it, uh, shingles. And, hmm. uh, you know, the, at that time, and this was not back in the 19, when was it? Mid, mid late 30s. Um, he took her to a doctor. Well, they couldn't do anything. Well, then they, the neighbor said, look, I have this healer person who really does miracles. And he dragged the two of them over there. They went. And the healer looked at my grandfather and he said, do you actually believe in this kind of stuff? And he said, no. He said, I, I need to ask you to step out. Right. But yeah. So, go away. Yeah. Doubters, please go away. He mm-hmm. took my grandmother. He worked with her for ever, whatever length of time. She came out. And the next day she was healed. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather always said to me, Ilona, I have learned since then there are things between heaven and earth that we cannot explain, and yet they are. And uh, that framework alone allowed me maybe, and you know, when your grandfather says that, my God, you know, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was that kind of a statue of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, the allowance in our life of the possibility that things may be different than what we were taught that the laws of the universe are still being discovered Mm -hmm. and that it's not necessarily the way we actually think that science taught us a hundred years ago. Science actually is a lot further than we know, Mm -hmm. than publicly we know. You can find it if you Google it, but the concept of the matrix, uh, even, you know, like the movie, the matrix, but very dark in the outcome may be more true. And that's why my subtitle of the book is called dream big, the universe is listening. Because we live in an interactive universe where, okay, here are our goals and aspirations. And yes, money may be one of the carrots that makes us grow. You know, let's face it, if we say we want $10 million, we're going to have to grow. If we are currently making, what do I have, 10,000, whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, wherever we are, the next goal makes us grow. So that is what Ultimately, the universe does with us. We have desires which we then fulfill and we learn. And, you know, in the Living from Vision course, we say you want to start out dreaming what is really fulfilling your heart Mm -hmm. because when you are successful, you want to make sure the ladder of your success is leaning against the right building. You know, that we are actually satisfied with the success and say yes to our dream rather than, 
a lot of people find that, you know, if they just get caught up in having a better car and a bigger car than the neighbors, it's competition. And that isn't the proper motivation right. for evolution of right. Because it's never going to be good enough. Right. Um, you know, because they'll get the new car. And then you're like, right. well, now I have to get another yeah. new car or, right. or whatever it is. It's and always it's interesting because I've, I've talked to other guests about how bad it is to, to get into that comparison trap. Um, you know, and, and, and there are some things that we do need to compare. I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, we, you have mentors, you have people that, that you're thinking, wow, if, if I could be them, you know, and so, right. you, but, but when we get into that negative comparison thing, and I keep coming back to it, I mean, you know, the, the, the negatives, we have to, yeah, we, we have to get rid of those. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Remember, remember my story when in the beginning of the book when I discovered, uh-huh. yeah, when, right, right. Yeah, talk story? about that because I love that story because this is so true. You, we yeah. get caught up in the negatives. Yeah, and, and what happens we when we it. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So here it is. At age 10, I'd seen my dream of genie. I've seen other films and stories about how they were able to do magically manifest anything. And I said, okay, I'm going to learn that too. That's what I'm going to do. Now, now, I had somehow tried to figure out how the universe worked, and I observed at 10 years old, I'd figured it out, the universe always gave me what I did not want. Right. I have no idea. You know, it's like, I don't want to get sick. I got sick. I don't want to have this. I got that. You know, it's like, how come? Well, I thought, okay, well, if that's how the universe works, let me test this new theorem of mine and make it useful. So for Christmas, I decided I did not want a bike and you know i needed to because you really wanted the bike but you were mm -hmm. i really did yes but uh, i really wanted to test this theory and i said okay dear universe remember i do not want this bike and so now let's just go through this what do we visualize when we say i do not want a bike you see yourself on the bike or at least I have to think of the bike. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. If I say, don't think about the pink elephant at all in the middle of the room, no pink elephant here. There's a pink elephant. We have to conjure it up because our mind has cannot see the zero. It cannot see nothing. Mm-hmm. It sees the thing. And then the brain says, okay, not. Okay, not there. I mean, let's pretend we didn't see the bike or the elephant in that case. So I did that prior to Christmas, six weeks out. I do not want a bike. And I remember my, I was walking with my feet on the asphalt to school. And I said, I don't want a bike. I had to walk to school, for God's sake, you mm-hmm. know, like from one end of town to the other, like, I think whatever that was, 40 minutes, you know. And so here I'm saying I don't want a bike. All right, Christmas comes around. And guess what? I got my bike. Why did I get my bike? Because I told you, the universe always gives me what I don't want. Mm -hmm. Well, what I didn't know, and what I do know now, is whenever we tell the universe, I don't want to, da-da-da-da-da, the universe just unfortunately can only see what you see in your mind or imagine or think about. The not just doesn't appear. It's a a Mm -hmm. non-existing thing. Like the pink elephant that you're not seeing, it doesn't see the not. It's like the universe goes, oh, pink elephant. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there you go. And then bike, no bike, no bike, 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 you get. The no doesn't exist for the universe. So we all have to remember if we say, I don't want to be stuck like this, or I don't want to be in blah, 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 or I don't want to work this hard, or I don't want to have kids yelling at me or me yelling at kids, or I don't have kids, but you know, I have heard people tell me that one of their goals is they don't want to be yelling at their kids. I'm going, what do you want? harmonious conversation, harmonious relationships, refocus on what you want. Mm -hmm. Write that on the chest, on your forehead, on the mirror. What do I really want? Mm -hmm. And when you are, look, we all are humans. I catch myself going, yada-da-da-da, sob story. (gasps) Stop, step out, look at what's going on, choose what I really want. And then what do I remember? Most important step is, Feel the fulfilled feeling. Right. Now, I write these stories, and in the book, you have step-by-step descriptions in there as well. You can practically read the story and get the steps that it takes to get there. The reason why I have so many phenomenal stories, uh, and in all departments, from money to relationship to sex, yes, to, uh, you know, the magical stories with sadhus in India Mm -hmm. and 
uh, rings being manifested out of thin air and stuff um, are all there to tell us that we live in a different universe than what the university or school or even normal science seems to be saying. Right. Well, and science is always evolving and changing things. I mean, you know, for those those hardcore people, right. you know, look at just say the the, the things that have, have changed in the last oh. hundred years. Um, you know, the, where we make these new discoveries, and granted, it's you know because we have yes. technology that advances all these various things, but things that that were believed to be true, absolutely true. Know, like now it's Galileo. Like, right, made, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and, you know, and and all these things we have since discovered were not true, and right. you know, and and we continue so, to have these scientific advances. I mean, you know, hello, that's why they why we have science is to continue to make these advances, these discoveries, for whatever you know, whether it's with the physical universe, with medicine, with whatever, all well, these things continue to evolve. And what they're discovering now is that our quantum physics is built on this, mm-hmm. at least one, and they, they have different, four different interpretations. And one of them also uh, interprets or it allows the possibility, and I like this one actually more and more. I used to be really upset about it, the parallel worlds interpretation, mm-hmm. where we look at the possibility that all possibilities exist because there is such a thing, and I have experienced it. I, I dreamt of our house here on this island when I wasn't even married my, with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I was walking with him as my husband on the beach where we are now. And I wrote, I looked up at our house pointing and saying, look, there is our house. And then uh, we six, fast forward six years out of impossible situations. I we built the house. We are, we're walking on this beach for the first time. I turn up and say, look up, there's our house. And I go, I wrote this down in a dream. I ran home, looked the book up and I had written it down prior to him and I actually being together. Mm -hmm. So at that time I would have said wishful thinking, right? Right. But it was down to the beach, you know, walking on a beach, looking up at our house in the same direction as in my dream. So there is something like possibilities of destiny, possibilities of free will. Mm-hmm. Now, I wrote my second book, Dolphins Love and Destiny, is about time, space, destiny, and how we bend it. And it requires all of us to grow higher in our, what shall I say, for normal mortals, we would say we have to have uh, a better uh, vibe. But mm-hmm. I would say in, you know, maybe in scientific terms, we could say we have to increase the amplitude and frequency of our being. Mm-hmm. We have to actually vibrate at a higher frequency because the laws, what we think of the universe that are stable, change as you increase in frequency. In other words, the people who are blah, down, blah, uh, uh, they have one set of laws which are more like molasses. Mm-hmm. Their thoughts, they do not manifest as quickly. Right. They take a lot longer. Now, if you vibrate higher, more gratitude, for example, in your heart, um, more self-responsibility, more saying, okay, it's not the world out there that makes me, but it's me creating and co-creating. Then you're, and you come up into this hopeful space in your heart that says, okay, let me give my best and do and be the frequency of the fulfillment. That's when you raise your vibration up and different time space laws apply to those people. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I mean, actually really big, people know that. Like the astronaut, the late astronaut uh, uh, Mitchell, who died just not too long ago, he <laughs> developed noetic sciences. He went, was on Apollo mission 13, and he also went to the moon. And he, um, he said, uh, I was with him on stage uh, at a conference, and I was sitting in the audience front row in front of him, and he says, and in this think tank, we all discovered that consciousness and i finished his sentence in my mind because i'd already known this and be teaching this creates gravity mm-hmm. consciousness thoughts create gravitational fields now i don't want to get too technical about it but principally if you hold a thought or a concept of feeling it creates spin in the time space fabric and it creates a vortex which then creates gravitational fields, which then eventually shows up around you as physically manifest reality. And the airplane that was supposed to land in Baltimore lands in DC. You 
can also imagine it, and that's what I started to say, that you're stepping into a parallel dimension mm-hmm. where your choice is already manifest. You just have to realign yourself with that outcome. Instead of struggling and not this magnet, you don't have to be this heavy magnet, you just vibe yourself into the space where all of your cells can believe that this can happen. I right. mean, this people can do this with health, whatever mm-hmm. they want it. Any, and you know what? It's whatever works for you. And I, I once suffered from depression and I did this thing where I undid that in my mind in the original moment in time and re-envisioned the time. Three minutes later or five minutes later, someone comes to me and says, oh, here's a scientist, three people down from you. And have, did you know it's Dr. Bob Beck sitting next down to you there? He has this brain tuner. You should try it. Well, He comes to me, talks me into it, I try it. And although I had just done the healing on this depression thing with this other device, the solution came through another person next to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and when we have people like, oh, say, Stephen Hawking, who you know, it starts talking about things like this, and I, that's one of those things I yeah. would have given anything to to just sit and talk oh, with him can yeah. you imagine but yeah and and it's funny because as you're talking about all this i'm a huge sci-fi fan mm-hmm. and you know and just last night we were watching a program on tv and 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 it was about time travel and, and things like that and oh. i told my husband i said time travel gives me a headache <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it's it's because my mind some it just you know it's not that it's refusing to accept that it's yeah. it, it's like oh, now wait a minute okay if this how it, come it, if that yes, then, yeah, it gets the paradox so right yeah. but it, we, it it and that and it's right it's it's that paradox that makes my brain hurt but I understand that things can happen and I understand how very powerful our mind is um, you know we're not even going to have time to to talk about this today but you know one of the chapters in your book talks about how you can heal yourself and right. I have seen that myself you know I I um, yes. have I have cancer you know let's just get you know, my way yes and 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 that's actually it it's it's it is that past tense now somebody else might say you know looking at my record well no it's it's present tense. no it's it's had and I remember doctors arguing about literally how I was going to die. Mm. And, and it was mm. like, excuse me, that's not what's going to happen. And exactly. I really <laughs> distinctly remember thinking, no, there that's not what is going to happen. Now, granted, you know, I'm, people will say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty forceful in all these things, but, but I do, I remember thinking, uh-uh, no, sorry, that's not the way yeah. it happened. Yes. And so, you know, it's, it is, and, and, obviously it didn't happen because hello here I am but we do have that power and whether it's in our personal lives our businesses all those things it is about what we are thinking about and how we are visualizing and oh my gosh we've only got a couple minutes excited we are about it and that's it live your dreams live your passion decide what you really want whether it's just you know, living peacefully by the beach or having a business or having a million dollars. We grow and we learn to understand the laws of the universe and that it's interactive. Right. And as you say in your book, the universe is listening. You know, dream big. The universe is listening. Mm -hmm. I I tell business people, you know, you have to have what we call BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. (laughs) I like it. Yes. So the the, the BHAGs, you know, and if we're not dreaming big, what's the point? You know, really. And, and, and that's, you know, I, I think that's really what we want people to, to get out of the program today is you have yeah. to dream big. You have to think that the best things are going to happen. Yes. And, and so, you know, how do they, you know, as, as part of that, you do have some tools. You mentioned oh, yes. your app. Um, you know, you've got some other things, obviously, the book. How do people find you and get this information from you online? Well, if you Google my name, Ilona Selke, I-L-O-N-A, Ilona Selke, S like in star, E-L-K-E.com. You can download the app for free from there. You can uh, 
Google, you can sign up. I have some. If you sign up into that, you'll get for free access to a Vision Quest self-study program. If you get the app, you'll get an email coming to you that says, here's a code. You can get the, the I got Vision mine. Quest. I got mine today. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, and then, of course, you do have to sit down and start dreaming and allow yourself. And you know what? I don't really care if your big dream is to just one woman wanted to listen to Phantom of the Opera. So she came home after the first evening of practicing and the CD was laying on her kitchen table and she's like, whoa, that was fast. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it's just learning. It mm -hmm. may be steps at first and then bigger and bigger steps and then learning how we are co-creative and we are part of the equation of life. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and back to what I was saying at the very start of the program, you know, in, in business, we have those hardcore, you know, how to do marketing, how to do branding, all of those various things. But it takes it what's from coming inside. from inside exactly. to make all of that happen. Yes. Basically, working, learning to work from the inside out. Right. Well, I have been having an absolutely wonderful time. And to be honest, this is actually the second time because the first recording didn't work. And see, so it was just telling us we needed to talk about this again. Um, and, yeah. and so I've been so delighted to be able Thank to you. speak twice with Ilona Selke. And until next time, everyone have an absolutely fabulous day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.